1: offers and contests bet online your online sports book experts use the code clns50 when you go to betonline.ag once again betonline.ag code clns50 to get you 50 off your initial deposit <laughs> <laughs> and we're all laughing we're having a great time yeah thank you guys we got a bunch bunch of you in the waiting room already while, we were, oh while, while jimmy was getting pretty
0: uh um, yeah I
2: look how pretty i am
0: to join the show, work
2: in progress.
0: <laughs> Jimmy's excited. This is his last game before. It was, I didn't uh, know.
2: Listen, I didn't know it was. Tanking. Uh,
0: Jimmy's tanking <laughs> before his tank.
2: Sherrod's hey. wearing a Sunday best. I don't know. Wh- I don't know where he's coming from. He, I was coming from, coming from, from the job game. interview. Coming from a job interview or something?
0: The
3: funeral I was from of the thing
2: that we just witnessed.
3: <laughs> I wanted to see some of it up close. Yeah, so well, see if what I was seeing on TV was really happening.
1: Yeah, so Sherrod was it's down just as bad a
0: person? Oh, so you went, actually. I didn't know that. I was there. Oh, I didn't know you were there either. Did you leave early? <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> you beat the traffic. That's great.
0: Me Sherrod and a we
3: both left the game early.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Sherrod was there. Josue is there. Celtics not only in danger of obviously at this point pretty much locked into the play-in situation, um, in danger of pro- possibly finishing the season below five hundred, um, depending on how things go down the stretch here. A fairly, pre- I, th- I throw this score out and burn it. Okay, I'm so tired of these scores. Me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just stop putting the score on these lower thirds because it's not indicative of the game. Celtics lost by a lot. Amit, make me one of those. Celtics, it was a, a twenty-point game. Celtics so, a outclassed a lot by to heat. A little. Make me that. Ridiculous. Make me
2: a bicycle, clown. Make me a bicycle.
1: <laughs> Jimmy, yeah. I can't we're uh. stuck we're stuck in the same cycle here, right? Between are we angry or are we day?
3: Absolutely I don't have to play in a play in game. Can they just say we're just not gonna play in a play in game and let someone else play? Let Chicago get in that game or something.
0: Well, it feels like they're resigned to the fact that they're going there. So that probably explains the intensity Thank you. of this game, but I just don't know how they go from – this This was a real good first quarter. The pace was nice. Fournier was going off. They were moving the ball, and then they just started fading, and it just never stopped, and then all of a sudden they were down by 20. I I just don't get how they're right in the game, and then it just fades and fades and fades, and they're gone. It's always the same story with these guys' defense.
3: I mean, they don't defend with any sense of urgency for any more than maybe a quarter all game long. And it is the, the main reason why, more nice than not, they get their asses kicked because they they, there's no resistance at all. And when they do put up some resistance and they're contesting shots, because teams have gotten in such a great rhythm, they're making, sh- they're making the tough shots, they're making the open shots, they're making any and every shot that they want to take. And yeah. that is why the Celtics are where they are. And I'm curious, Bobby. What's your take? How are you feeling about the whole playing game now?
0: I'm in the same place. Even again, the Heat. I'm certain certain they're going to (laughs) win. Yeah, the Heat are. Bobby still thinks the Heat are
2: going to go. Celtics are going to go two and zero in this series against the Heat.
0: Again, my whole point with that was that the echelon was seeing them play against in a team like this that's showing that they're better than them. Is different from the Hornets, the Pacers, Bobby, Bobby, Wizards.
1: Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, we had a lot of text conversations where you're we like, look at the heat. They're not that good. Like, for real. Is there any question these watching These fans aren't this, panicking. Is there any question watching <laughs> these two teams play that one is not clearly the better team? Not just the better team. Plays a better brand of basketball. That's what kills me. Is all of this talk and again a lot of it's going to come down on brad again here justifiably or not but for whatever it is all of this talk of brad needs to yell more and needs to fire people up i Brad needs to come up with something that works on the court and then the team needs to do it because the Heat have something that works on the court and the Celtics do not, particularly on well, offense. I know we talk about defensive lapses and that's always a huge issue here, but the offense that the Celtics run on a nightly basis is freaking gross. And no matter what they do... For I don't think the
0: offense is the issue at all However day.
1: long they're able to do it, they, they devolve into ISO type stuff. They played with pace early, they never maintain it. And they, they always go back... To, to the stuff that kills them all season long. It, it, and it is what it is.
0: The offense is actually, nice. if you look at the numbers and what they're doing on offense, it's perfectly acceptable. It might not look great. It might not be getting the job done, but if they were bringing the defensive, even just an average done. defensive effort, they'd be you. fine. Thank you, Amit. <laughs> Good job. I mean, you look at the number and I know it's very split along half lines, but especially in these second halves, they've been brilliant offensively. Um, but the defense is just you can't so do that naked. when they're running
1: up late points, you can't call can't look at numbers when they're running friggin' layup drills late in the game because the other team stopped giving a shit. Okay. They, I know, they, but they, I'm just they stagnate just when it matters. The when the pressure gets turned up, they they don't they don't get tough, they don't go to the basket enough, they settle for shots, and, and then that's where they end though. up.
0: It's 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 not the offense, it's the defense. And I just think I can't explain it. Across the board, three-point shooting. They're not getting out to shooters. This is going to be the worst three-point defense since probably before 08. Uh, You know, they're not protecting the basket. They're not keeping a guy like Bam off the offensive boards. Uh, They're not getting through screen action. They're not connected when guys are moving off the ball. And bringing in guys like Edwards, they did it again tonight. Experimenting off the bench doesn't help with that. Uh, But... Just overall, even with the starters, Tatum bad defensive game. Thompson awful defensive game. Tatum uh, indifferent again. Yeah,
1: it, it, I mean, really indifferent on both ends of the floor. wasn't didn't want to put the fight, didn't want to put the effort in on defense, and didn't want to didn't want to be aggressive on offense. Uh, it was another one I, of those games on a on a night again when Jalen is out. We talked about the gut check sort of game, and yes, I do I do think they came out and definitely got whatever the memo from Brad. Play fast. Don't let the heat settle into their defense. Don't get caught there, swinging the ball around and letting that and, and 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 you know letting them do what they do. Don't let them get set up. And they did it early, and it worked a little bit. And then they get away from it again. And I thought Tatum again, not not enough aggression, not putting up enough shots. When Jalen's out, he's got to take it a little bit more on himself here to create, to be quick, to be a decision maker. Didn't happen. Fournier and Fournier and Kemba are those guys right now, and not Tatum, and that's that's surprising to me. I, I this team
3: I I've, I've never seen a team like this before um where <laughs> there's a clear and undeniable blueprint yeah. for how you should and play and they don't do it and they look at it and they basically you know give them give Crumble
1: them it up. give them a three-finger salute and say we don't care about that no they it do was, it they, they do it for a little bit. They watch it work. And then they're like, I'm all set. I'm going to do something else for the other 36 minutes.
3: Right. I mean, is, is if there was ever like a basketball ED pill, <laughs> this team would be a, a great case study trial group to test it on. Because they clearly play great for a very small segment of time. Blows your mind away. And then they get
0: lent <laughs> for a really long time. That's
3: a good, a like long that. time.
0: Sherrod like wants them to juice.
2: Like Something.
3: Something. Because I I mean, because cl- I mean, clearly they know how to play well. It's this is so different than some of the other teams that Brad has struggled with. Teams that weren't very good. It. This team, he's had teams that weren't very good and he got great value out of them. The one thing that when I look at this team and I'm thinking more and more about what the hell went wrong with this group, I keep coming back to the fact that when you look at the amount of veteran brain power that has left this organization in the last three or four years. Marcus Morris, Al Horford, Gordon Hayward, you know, the list goes on and on and on. And then you look at the guys that are filling those voids. Grant Williams, Robert Williams, Carson Edwards, Aaron Neesmith. While all those guys might be decent players at some point, they're not going to help you significantly now, and yet you're counting on them to do that.
0: Well, the Tristan thing has just been a complete failure at this point.
3: Absolutely,
0: He showed that sign out of his return from COVID, and he did play a great month or so after that on the defensive side of the floor. But in a series like this, and again, John said to start the show, I was fully confident in them taking this series or at least splitting it like they needed to. I thought they split it. He was a big reason why he played well against Bam in January. He's the guy you brought in here to bang with a guy like that, match up with him physically. And in both these games, the way Bam just slid by him to the with offensive boards—he like wasn't even there—got to positions and made plays, made key shots against him. Like he him. was
1: playing against a child. Like it yeah. was, it was easy. It it's was like almost like
2: last year.
0: Thompson's yeah. had some bad games. Tonight might have been his worst. He just had no impact on this game whatsoever. One of four. Bam had a huge game against him. Four fouls. I, no rebounds. I can't put
3: this one in in the worst game for Tristan category because he's had so many. I, I I can't distinguish between this one and and frankly a lot of games he's played this year. Well,
0: he's I just bad. that he those Philly ones early in the year were horrible yeah, too. Yeah, Yeah, when he gave up like sixty to Embiid in two games. Uh, yeah. Brutal signing. I don't know how they're going to get off that or if they're even in a position to. They don't have the center depth and they probably don't want to lose it. I don't know how they make up for that if they end up losing them and it's not an easy contract to move, even though there's only one year left. I just, I don't even know what to say. Like it just, it didn't work. There's obviously not much ramp up toward the playoffs like he imagined there would be or he said that this team would <laughs> end up getting to. Oh, and no. that comment. That comment's going to come to define the year. Brad did it
1: early oh, no. in the first game. Oh no, he did it. What did he do? We have to find the best version of this group uh. that's available right now. It's been modified, it's been qualified. <laughs> But it's still there. Drink.
3: The Anybody best drink. version of this crew. Everybody <laughs> drink. So in other words,
2: no, if, the if best I've version got, like, of What's Left
3: Over. Dumpster fire. We need to get the best version of this
0: dumpster fire. You hear what he said <laughs> pregame?
2: Not good. Can't put lipstick on a pig, man. You hear so what he pig. said
0: pregame? He said, we think we can be a nuisance.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, they're oh a nuisance. that's They're sad. a nuisance they to are. me.
1: Absolutely, oh, a that's sad. That's like, that's something like
0: we might be able to bother the, to, the team for a quarter. That's just
1: such a loser quote,
0: you right? Know? It's like, like let's, yeah, let's exactly. make it hard, we might for make life
1: hard on them a little bit. We're gonna make yeah. them earn this win. Like, you <laughs> just said, they're,
2: we're just said they're gonna bump. win,
1: we're
2: yeah. gonna be a speed bump. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh my god, Shit. that's too bad. Oh
0: man, I, I don't even know how it got to this because it's been shaky all year. But but now that's exactly
2: th- it. It's That's it, why. <laughs> it, it got to this a long, long, long time ago. There are people who are real, realizing it now or are, are in what we call denial for the last <laughs> right. few months. And there are many of them out there, especially the Celtics fans.
1: They're scrambling on Twitter right now oh, yeah. to make sure they get their takes in before they're officially eliminated. Get them in now. This reminds me of, of the denial Kyrie crew. season.
2: Yeah. This reminds me right. of the Kyrie season. It's perfect. Everyone <laughs> was in denial on how disconnected this team was and how unhappy they were and how unhappy Kyrie Irving was until it was basically oh, him slapping you in the face and you realizing, whoa, whoa, uh, so this team might uh, not be – Maybe it's not, not
0: working. So uh. what's, what's, what's the story <laughs> <some> though? Because
2: <laughs> the, difference,
0: the difference between – difference did this happen? And, <laughs> the difference between this and 2019 still is that the expectations coming in were pretty low and you set by you guys especially – you guys came into the season saying, this isn't a very good team. Five-seeded best is what
1: I
3: the thought.
2: The and yeah. they still underperformed.
0: Between, well, right. The biggest difference between this
3: team and that one is that you knew one of the key elements that was without question, in fact, it was Kyrie Irving. You knew that was one of the big reasons why they sucked. This team, there are big, fat nuggets everywhere. A little bit of Brad, a little bit of Danny, a little bit mm. of players, a little bit of youth, a little bit of no fans, a little Engage. bit of health and safety protocol, A whole lot of COVID,
1: yeah. all of that stuff. Yep. Yeah.
3: There's, there, there's so many reasons why this team has sucked this season that you can't put all your eggs in one significantly large basket and say this is the main reason why they, they, they're bad, which to me is really bad because it makes it so much harder to figure out how to fix this. Yeah. You're right. I mean, if if if, 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 if let's say COVID is – if health and safety protocol is not an issue next season, does that mean you bring a band back and expect the results
1: to be different? Well, that goes back to the conversation we had last game, which is like, I, as I said, I mean, uh, for the Jalen nugget, uh, Jalen uh, news uh, that came out yesterday where I said uh, it's it's a bit of a blessing because I do think it gives you – and I'm not just – I think the public perception around this team is going to be doomed season. The Jalen was the capper – On top of all of the other stuff, which was bad timed injuries throughout, uh, obviously all of the COVID things, all of that stuff is real. All of it is real. There's no question about it. But it's still – you put that in one bucket and say, yeah, they dealt with a lot of shit. But in the other bucket is a team that showed up every night and – you didn't know if they wanted to play or not. Yeah, and you that can left ha- the it. problem. And that's that happened the problem nightly. That's a different bucket yeah. altogether. All yeah. of this stuff is real, but over here you had the guys who were here. Brad, look, making fun of Brad for the best version of the of what we have left, quote. All he's basically saying is, guys, all we can do is with the players we have show up. That's it. And they too often all season long, they didn't do that with the, and we would lean on, well, the media was mean to me and it's been a rough year. Like, so that's, I know that's, but that's, that's stuff like that's going to happen throughout that, the course. of it. it that's what not I'm asking on
0: that. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm asking. So we come into the season and say, this roster isn't very good. You know, they just don't have a lot here to work with, but it feels like something even deeper than that happened to the point but, that they're not even able to defend the three point line. Like, in 2014, it's, they had Gerald defend, Wallace and, period. you know, they, they had Gerald Wallace and Phil Pressey and rookie smart, or not even rookie smart, playing in 2014. And they were able to scrap together a team that could at least defend the three point line at league average. So it's it's not about the talent. There's something deeper here. That's there is gone on. But
1: look at it two ways, Bobby, because we did talk about this, okay? Sure, all of the stuff that went wrong is one thing. But if you said at the beginning of the year, if you said, okay, to a Celtics fan, Here's what's going to happen this year. Uh, uh, Jalen Brown's going to take his game to another level. Kemba Walker, despite his injuries, is going to be every bit as good as he was the year before. Rob Williams is going to make a massive leap to the point that he's one of your more valuable players and actually be starting. Is supplanting your other two centers. Peyton Pritchard, a guy picked at the bottom of the draft, would actually make a real solid impact and help you run your second unit offense. And by the end of the year, Aaron Neesmith will be giving you valuable minutes as a guy you could bring off the bench. If someone told you all those things would yeah. happened to this Celtics team, you'd be like, oh shit, we could be a two seed or a one seed wow. yeah. if all of those things break. You would. So for all the bad stuff, there's quite a few things that went in the positive direction for this team. And you would require Evan Fournier, and he would be Gordon Hayward. Perfect fit, yeah. And a really good fit. You make a good deadline acquisition. All of those things going in your favor, and you're 35 and 34? Like, give me Falling a Falling apart. Falling That's, apart. It's, and so- it's ridiculous. That's It's inexcusable. You can take all of the excuses – throw them out and say quite a few things actually tick
0: click like towards the positive well, so direction the, for this team. The one thing, the one thing you can say to that is that none of it happened at the same time. Like one thing would happen. It would of course exit. Not. The timing like one is, would happen. It would exit. Yeah. Like n- none of those things happen together. But even when you have a night like tonight, 48 outstanding Kemba, great game. It doesn't connect to their teammates. It doesn't extend down the roster. It just kind of happens in a vacuum and the team doesn't reap any benefits from it. I, like that's the weirdest thing about this team to me is that so many different individual things can go right and none of it can lift the team up on a given night because there's just separate pieces doing nothing. And Aaron Niesmith's really the one tonight running up and down the floor for 14, 15 minutes before they finally get him a look. I, inexplicable. Inexplicable. You played Carson Edwards and Aaron Niesmith tonight. Whose, whose only
1: value is out there to shoot, to, to, to create space to shoot. And sure, that doesn't mean Nisman's gonna run around and play some defense too. And the first stint, eight minutes, I tweeted about it. Zero friggin' field goal attempts. Carson Edward plays six zero field goal attempts. They what did they each have they the three total for the game? And what what are total you doing four. with those? Yeah. Yeah. You it's sure. Play the Brad wants to roll the dice, play those guys, then use them correctly. Anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of players that are having individually good games or performances and they're they've improved individually but they don't they haven't improved clearly as a team um and a lot of it ha- does have to do with the defense they're not stringing together games where they're putting in that effort you know it's for lack of a better word it it's, comes down to Ooh, there goes John. a lot of times on defense he'll be back and I don't know if these guys are starting to feel entitled or, or what it is, but the, the are they teams, starting to
0: feel hopeless? Is teams, that what it is?
2: Well, yeah, now they are sure, but you know, it hasn't been like it hasn't been like that all season. They they created this hopeless situation by the way that they played all season. The teams from years past, you mentioned Bobby, those players were playing for respect, for the next contract, to grind out wins. They were playing because nobody expected them to win, and now it almost feels like these guys. I don't even know what if they expect themselves to win. Like They're not they're yeah, not really well, I mean, playing for any purpose. I think the,
3: yeah, I, I think that the purpose of what they're playing for is let's just get better and let the results be what they are, which is very different than let's play to win. Let's play to have a sense of urgency. Let's play so that we won't get our asses kicked tonight. And that's the thing that bothers me about this team so much. They seem to care more about let's just try to win than they care about I hate to lose. These guys don't hate losing. They don't like to lose, but they don't hate it because if they did, they will play with a greater sense of urgency and desire to do everything they can to not let that happen. That, to me, is the biggest difference between this team and the ones we've seen under Brad Stevens before. Those guys hated losing, and when it happened, they were not happy about it. They were pissed. And does that mean that they're screaming at the top of their lungs? No. What it means is they're doing everything in their damn power to give themselves a chance to not lose. That is not happening. Hasn't happened all season. It's not going to happen in a playing game. And then you got to ask yourself, is it going to be any different if we bring most of the band back? I think Danny Ainge has to take a really long, hard look at the back end of that bench and realize he's got a lot of guys in a second, third year who aren't playing. And if they're not playing at this point,
0: they're probably not going to be playing next year. And if they're no. not going to play, why are they around? So, and the excuse thing there were so many excuses thrown around throughout the course of this year. I don't think any of them were glaring enough to get to a point where you can't even compete in any single game. Like, and that's even the problem. Two, they don't compete. Two starters down. And we've seen situations like this throughout the years. We can go back and make a whole list of adverse things that hit this team, especially in 2018. The second Hayward went down on opening night that night, if they just floundered and ended up being the seventh seed and having a season like this, we would have just looked at it and said, oh, they would went down, you know. But they didn't. They, guys off the bench stepped up. They connected to one another. They played great defense. And they went on a huge run in spite of right, what you happened. You know what, Hobby,
3: that team was led by veterans and those back-end guys were Tatum and Brown.
0: So you had guys who were young
3: yeah, and, and not- that
0: opportunity. I'm not asking for an Eastern Conference finals run. I'm asking to stay in a game for four quarters, maybe lose, yeah. but stay in a game. We're not asking for much at all. Yeah. It's unreal like uh, look it, guys, it's Bobby, like this team I, just shuts ingra- down every time ingra- adversity struck
2: it's in, it's their identity. It's just ingrained in their DNA this season that's this is why the season cannot end soon enough. This is why, for I think months, I've been saying that like this team has no heartbeat to them. yeah. And I never they're expected DOA. a playoff run. Yeah. I never expected anything and that's why I that's why I'm not confident in a play-in game. Yeah, they might have the better team on paper, but why the hell would anybody be confident that they're going to just survive the play-in game? This team was built currently to lose the play, a play-in game. Really, if we're being and honest. If you're
3: playing a team like Charlotte who's got a guy by the name of Terry Rozier who kn- who he, Terry knows exactly he smells blood. He knows this team is so just ripe to get run out the gym. Mm-hmm. And that I mean, is why, one of the reasons why I expect Charlotte to win that game. Because they have intel on why this team is, is the way they're built. I'm telling you. They're, he the, plays the with Edge, of, man. Right. I and mean, the, the, the lack of, of, of veteran leadership. On the back end, Tatum and Brown, they can be your your face of the franchise guys, but you need guys who've been in some battles who can actually still contribute. You don't need Tristan Thompson to be 2012, you know, 17, 18 Tristan. But damn, this guy that we see now,
1: he's not helping yeah. you it's unless you're trying to get into the lottery. How bad is his touch? Look, how many times have I said this? Don't pass to him. He can't either handle it. <laughs> Or he can't convert because he's too slow and he gets swallowed. You cannot give him the ball down low.
0: What a horrible fit he was with this team. It's unreal. Yeah,
1: Um, this is going to drive us crazy. But, like, uh, you know, the the Rob absence being what it is is obviously crippling. And I'm going to bring up a debate I threw out there earlier uh, just get your take on it and get yelled at, and I don't care about it because I'm curious your thoughts. But I the the more this goes on with Rob out and Tristan looking the way he does, the more I can't believe just to save uh, you know, a cajillionaire a couple of bucks, we just gave away Daniel Tice for nothing. Like, I mean, come on, like you want to talk about something that's crippling your team right now. Daniel Tice isn't the savior, but this is a <sighs> disgrace. disgrace. for all of the Cornette stuff okay, yeah, he's done some decent things. And, you know, I, I think he's good for what he is for a few minutes a game. But the fact that Brad won't go to him once and he's bringing in Grant in these situations against guys like Bam, this is terrible. I mean, what do you think? Daniel Tice today might have been a difference maker in this game, in both of these games. He could be the reason you wouldn't be in a play-in right now. It's absolutely inexcusable you gave that guy away because you wanted to save a couple of bucks. I, I just
0: There were other ways to do it. I think the reason they did that, and it goes back to what you were screaming about for a month, is Rob. You wanted to empower Rob. You wanted him I to the I don't think that's star. why they did it. They did you it to save t- money. Yeah, but there are other ways oh, to they save did money. It for both. Yeah, they could have traded Semi, Grant. Was uh, that, that tra- guy you
3: guys wanted? Traded like there?
0: three guys all over <laughs> the league.
3: Right. And, and, and Bobby, I mean, we just saw a Who's guy that they could have picked up for nothing and Dwayne Dedman. Who would have been? I you noticed him, him a lot
0: this series. He looked yeah. good. Yep.
3: He didn't sign with them until damn near last month. Yeah.
0: Nope. It was just sh- Him and Trevor Reason
3: sitting back, yeah. chilling, waiting for waiting for the phone to ring. Anyone need a, a, a center who can shoot a little bit, defend, rebound? I'm here. <laughs> well, Anyone yeah, but, need a wing? But that, was, that was the Says
4: last Trevor thing Right, everyone was mad about the three center thing, right? Josue, like yeah,
0: that's what so I don't think Max, we can so go we get back. Max in here, you're right, he but can tell us how they. I don't think we can soldier. go back over the Tice thing.
1: Well, Josue, give us your view. You give us your viewpoint. Josue joining us from the garden. Give us your yeah. uh, your 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 view. <laughs> Sherrod was there too, but what's your vibe oh, you? for being? What's your vibe for being there? Like well. Just, on the I game thought, itself, honestly, it cracked me up how
4: quickly this these these fans turned on the Celtics, and I don't mean in that like booze. Oh, yeah, well, no, it wasn't even booze, Bobby. They were getting creative, man. It was it was faint. It wasn't really loud, and you know, since my voice resonates around here, I'm gonna say it a little softly. But fire <laughs> bread was a solid no. ten seconds straw. You heard that towards the end of the fourth quarter.
3: Fire I was Brad. I was in my box <laughs> back.
4: Oh, you did it right. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah, like this... the Celtics.
3: It would have
2: been early. louder, but half the fans left, I think, too
4: it's so funny because it went from like three minutes before that where, you know, the whole, the, the, the taco, uh, you know, fan appreciation day. You expected that, especially the, the taco uh, special, if you will. But they completely were like, you know what? No, screw taco. Let's, let's start talking about bread. And yeah, man, that was, that was, that was a little strong, but obviously I don't think it made the airways, right? You guys didn't hear it, but that was, um, no. uh, where I think it was about a 10 point game at that point, uh, like 50 seconds left. One of those timeouts, it, it
1: got pretty, it got pretty strong. Wow, that is crazy. I didn't hear that in the, in yeah. the game, nor, nor did anybody mention it. No, and then yeah, you know the free throw line. Like, listen, guys can hear that stuff now. You know, like, like it's pretty. Yeah, because like, when you have awkward. that few people, you hear like exactly every it if echoes. One guy screams, "Brad socks!" And you he know, you can the hear the <laughs> right that. time to do it exactly. Hey, he buddy! Right dribble, dribble, dribble.
3: Hey, fire, Brad, catch.
4: you know, like, yeah. everyone can hear that. Like, people yeah. on the court can hear that. My man sitting in, like, the 10th row. Like, of course he heard that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Entertaining, hey. uh, entertaining crowd from, from, from the garden.
0: We, we've talked about the excuses and the stuff, like, media members have said this year. The fans haven't held back since the earliest weeks. And I think they've gone crazy at times. But once this team really went down the tube... To be booed in the halftime the way they were numerous times.
2: We just lose Bobby.
4: Is that me? Okay, good. No, I thought it was it's just me. Bobby. Just All Bobby. Right. Just got, his I... mouth. His mouth is moving. It just cut off. Yeah, that that usually doesn't happen. You're gone, Bobby. Look at his face. He's so disappointed.
1: No, you might have. You either unplugged something or you gotta you gotta leave and come back. Oh
4: yeah. well, because he could hear us.
1: Deuces. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's interesting. It's like what I said
4: at the end of uh, the last show when we were wrapping things up. uh, You know, me, Bobby, and Jimmy. Uh, Like when, when have these players defended Brad in the in the like just like the the, hey, Brad's not that bad, by the way, guys. Like in that sense, you know. Like I just we haven't seen. Well, well, let me ask
1: you a question now. How many times has it been asked?
2: A bunch, a bunch by us? No, by By the media. Oh, okay. How many times have
1: questions been specifically targeted to the players responding to Brad? I haven't um, heard a lot
4: of them in the first half of the season. I heard it more often, but the guys are always saying, Oh, it's on us. It's on us. You know, yeah. that's always the tagline. You know, we have to figure it out. We, 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 but I, I just, again, I'm we, surprised. We. Is that I'm for surprised? You? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm surprised. Um, not one, nice. Hey, you know, we got the right guy in charge here. I, I just, that, that still worries me. I mean, in, to Jarrah's point, we're not going to hear it now, but it's something to mention. For I know.
1: Sure. And again, it goes back. What I've always, my vibe on the Brad stuff is not full-blown mutiny. It's not, I hate this guy, but it is, it's looking around, kind of wondering. It's like, eh. Is he going to fix it? You know? Yeah, like, like, that's how eh. they play. You know?
4: I, you know, I'll take it. Give it Everyone's take, you know? waiting
1: for someone else to step up. That's kind of a problem with the team. I think both on the court and uh, both in terms of, you know, maybe looking at Brad and like, Hey. Kind of wondering if you're gonna tell marcus not to shoot ten. I, like i brought it up like maybe <laughs> yeah, tell did. marcus not to shoot 10 threes you know like and again it's speculative but that's mm. what the vibe i get i don't think they dislike brad i just think they're thinking like so do that coaching thing you know
0: yeah <laughs> and that's know,
1: say- do do the thing that do the thing that fixes it you know <laughs> that's supposed that, to make us better right right it it's like if like, you go to a, a doctor you don't know how to be a doctor you're just like fix <laughs> me like make it better you know <laughs> yeah.
2: Just tell me what to take and I'll
1: do it. Right, that's just do, just like, give me, give me the good stuff and let's do this. You know. But here's the
4: question, guys. Though, is this is this for good? Though, like, I don't know if this is just a seasonal well, that, thing. that it, it could easily be a seasonal thing. You come back next, you know, off season training camp. All of a sudden, everyone has a different attitude. I mean, no, again, we... we don't know what the roster's going to be like though
0: some of the stuff we saw in the east finals last year some of it we've seen in seasons past again i don't think those were as glaring as the issues we've seen this year but it does reflect some of the weaknesses of stevens some of the weaknesses of you know tatum and brown leading this team especially tatum back in the east finals and you know, the weaknesses of Ainge that we've seen now, again, I don't think Ainge ended up having as bad of a year as he started off having. I think he made key adjustments and did what he had to do in season, but will he take the next steps now and make some adjustments here? What you just mentioned there, this kind of just passive, uh, you know, we're not actually going after Brad. We're not actually adjusting what we need to do individually. If everyone just kind of looks at the situation here and just says, oh, run it back on the next year. I don't see how much changes. It, like if everybody just kind of feels like oh we can just do a better job doing the same thing next year, how does that how does that I, go anywhere? You might be healthier, but you're not going to be much better. They they got to get some veterans on that damn bench, man. I mean, you, you and you, and it can't just
3: be one or two. I think they need at least three or four because again, you've got guys who've been on that that bench. For multiple years, who have not played multiple years, who well, you know no signs of getting good enough. To I don't help know Tristan's
4: going play. anywhere, Sherrod, So I, I guess you, you, you can. He's
3: better. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the Grant. I'm talking about the Grants, the Tacos, the Tremonts. Those guys that are on your roster who aren't getting any better. You this know. is this is so interesting, Shroy. They, they need to
4: compile all the all the progress reports, right, Chirag? Like everyone's got to
3: sort I'm of really, saying, like I mean,
0: divvy them up and see who's and those, really and, and, making and progress.
3: Those they are all great guys, but they're not helping you win. <laughs> no.
0: I remember Perk talked about this probably last year. He was saying that, oh, this league's going young. Teams are going with younger guys rather than veterans, and just kind of came off as like, oh, Perk just wants to still be in the league thing. But it's true; these veterans are more expensive. So a team like the Celtics nice. can look at it yeah. and say. Oh, we're up against the tax. We're really struggling money wise. We should we invest in this team and they want to go young. They're probably gonna add another rookie that's in this draft instead of doing yeah. what you want yeah. them but to do. But that's modern fraud.
1: day that's modern day NBA roster building at this point. You pay up for your stars, you do not overpay for the middle class, you fill it up with some rookies, and then you grab a <laughs> bunch of guys who've made their money already and want to jump onto right. a winner and are gonna take just, a deal. Yeah, that's it. The, that's the, yeah, that's the would, roster that's I like would, what the lakers do that's what you do you know like well they already yeah. did
0: that so that's I think, what i we're... think it
4: was the the new tv deal sort of spiked everything up right i mean like yeah evan turner i mean <laughs> no disrespect to evan but i mean he was kind of like you know what i think i'm good i think i made enough money you know evan
1: <laughs> is the poster child <laughs> for he don't was in that do space. that the deal he signed when he left the Celtics, he's literally the poster child for what not to do when you're building a team. Is Overpay don't, for some. Don't give a guy like Evan Turner twenty million dollars. Like that's gonna kill your team and your cap. Even right. though Evan Turner's a good guy and a valuable guy, you got to pay those guys mid levels and veteran minimums and this and that. And you fill your roster with those guys, young people, and then your superstars. And that's all you got, you know. And so the middle class gets squeezed.
4: Yeah, but then you, you, we talked about this before the trade deadline and, and waiver wire season and all that uh, about these lo- low cost, high reward guys. Uh, and so Brad's just giving up on Jabari at this point. Like I don't like. I, I know he's not guaranteed to give you twenty every night, but
1: I, I was. I'm still surprised we're not seeing new, him out there. What's Danny thinking with that too? Like I got you this. <laughs> I got you this guy. <laughs> it's I like, it's like could, the toy. It's like the because toy. Because I you thought he playing, could help. playing I, with that for a week. He's like, you're still we you still playing with the We told you we want him to. Game. Yeah, we want him to be a small ball big. You're down a big right now, and you're and, and, and you're not using him. And again, we know he'd get killed defensively and stuff. But it, you got If Danny, you're thinking like I kind of got this guy for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. So I not
0: know. Right. They used him over the weekend too. They used Taco over the weekend. They used Cornette over the weekend. They get away from them there. They use Shemi at one point. They use Langford at one two point. Two minutes tonight, yeah. And so then these guys just go right back to the bond. So it's just a continuous guessing game with the rotation. I, where are you with uh, Parker now, Sherrod? That is an interesting one. Real quick, just want to like. I to tried hurt. this
1: graphic up for a bit, just to remind everybody locker room's happening. It's a locker room sort of game. Join us. Um, yeah, because I feel like we'd rather – we've heard ourselves say the same things over and over again. We want to hear from you guys. We might wrap this up a little bit early tonight and head over there and you gotta let, do you it guys, again tomorrow. let you guys get your pound of flesh. So uh, go, go, go <laughs> they, ahead, Bobby. You were talking. we asking Sherrod. They went so, wild Sunday. Yeah.
0: They, Parker, If it, it felt like this wasn't a move to just fill a roster spot or replace Mo. When they signed him, they said, we want to build something here. We signed him two years. We want him to become part of this program. Like John just said, small ball, big, all that stuff, the plan they had for him. Is there a plan? I think the
3: plan is, is no. to see what, see what can happen <laughs> with him with a training camp no. under his belt and and then go from there because at that point, it's Fight a low-cost, high-reward potential deal. Right now, he's not giving you anything because he can't get on the floor. And when he has got on the floor, his defensive deficiencies, I think, are now outweighing the offensive lift that he can give you, yeah, because you look this, at the numbers. Because you look at the numbers that they're putting up offensively of late, getting buckets is not the problem. They can't get anybody to, to stop anyone. And Jabari will only exacerbate. He he only makes that worse when he's mm. on the floor.
0: I hate to say it, Sherrod. This might just be your apology cam moment. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was big. Yeah, he. I don't think he's You failing. were big on Parker. I don't think he's it. A two-year
3: deal. Absolutely. A two-year deal. <laughs> I'm not coming yep. off of it. Sherrod, this is a veteran
1: move, by the way. I know you're new, new-ish to the Garden Report. It's a veteran move to kick that apology cam down the road, okay? That's, <laughs> if, this war- listen, if, if this If this were – listen, if they signed into
3: a one-year deal – I absolutely would have to apologize because he's been trash. If we're talking about just this year, but there's a yeah. reason why. Of all those guys that they were bringing in, all the new guys, only one of them got a two year deal. There's a reason why, because they're looking down the road. They're not focused on what he's going to do in the moment.
2: They want to see him. They want to see what they can turn him into. I think over the off season. Yes. No. They've had so
3: much success kind of just repackaging and refurbishing guys who are kind of kicked to the curb. I mean, hell, they got one on their bench, Evan Turner. They were able to refurbish him, and he got a damn, what, four-year, $72 million deal?
2: Something ridiculous <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to predict right All now. i right write
0: this one down for 2022. It was so good. He We'll, we'll revisit it. it. I'm gonna <laughs> predict,
2: yeah. I want a so, prediction. In, in, like, August, we're going to get, like, an Instagram – Highlight reel of like Jabari Parker's <laughs> off, off season and everyone's gonna be very fired up and like, yeah, wow, you're gonna like, be the one to pull up that YouTube could be a with. real part of this rotation, like to start the year. It's gonna be huge because G and the Brown might not be ready to go, and that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Just be ready for it.
0: Also, I, seen, I liked seen, it better than Mo. That's all I'm really expecting. That's gonna
4: happen now. after after uh, yeah. uh, Fournier gets the bag. Yeah.
2: He's going to get paid. Yeah, Bobby's backing up the Brinks truck. A a (laughs) secret
1: everybody else has been in on except for Bobby is we made the apology cam only for Bobby. (laughs) um (laughs) jimmy took one don't don't forget and and, and he spent the whole year asking for us to do it he didn't realize like that was that was never the design um
0: (laughs) (laughs) the way you again kemba walker
3: is out
0: who did we not mention tonight john's got the controls so we don't even mention 36 7 and 4. what's your point kemba graphic you don't have it was awesome
3: yeah,
4: what a waste. Waste. Oh, that that should mean? be the graphic. No, no stats. Just they perfect.
0: Awesome. They couldn't have handled the Kemba situation any better, and it's not gonna matter. I, like that's just ah, uh.
2: waste. <laughs> well, it might matter. You know, for that for is a bummer. Pieces. Actually,
0: you
1: it, can, can you He is hitting
0: his peak. He's, he's
1: scoring 30, forty playing,
0: points a game, and yeah. he's
1: taking charge at times too. Um, it's where his it's like. Is, yeah. Where they need a guy, no, no, no. But I mean, when they need a guy, it's like what Tatum had another passive game, and Kemba's like, "Fine, st- step aside, I got it." You know, yeah. uh, and he's taking- been doing
2: it for about a month now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been very impressed by Kemba. So, so
3: attacking, I mean, that's what right. I like
2: about 49ers. 49ers was aggressive, uh, looking
3: for a shot, and decisive it's just, and aggressive. Yep. Yeah, it's like it's about damn time. I know you're feeling better, and, and that's great. But you got to keep this going, and. When you get those type of efforts offensively, you need role players who can defend. You need guys who can play that specific role because you've got guys who can get buckets. That's not an issue. They shot like 52% as a team t- tonight. So it's not like you're a crappy
1: shooting team. You're just a crappy defensive team.
3: Yeah, And that's a it, big problem.
1: And to be How fair, also, the-, the Heat knocked down everything contested and uncontested um they did a bad job getting out on them uh at at points heat capitalize on almost every single mistake that you make when you're when you when you when 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 you miss a rotation or you're slow to get back uh they're good at that but they hit some ridiculous ones as well this was a this was a classic make miss league sort of game except the celtics also as you said made their shots as well the heat were just freaking unconscious You
0: know, hated. Who hated watching this series more than Celtics fans, Bucks fans? The yeah. fact that they're lining up against the Heat again, they're just like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> right as the you Heat, raise right the Heat, get on fire. The Heat are they the best NBA out. The Heat are the best offense in the NBA the last six, seven games or so. Uh, that's a scary thought for Milwaukee.
4: It's almost the version of what they did last year, but it's just just before the playoffs this time, right around the right. corner. And they did it without Jimmy Butler in the second half. Like that's
0: insane. Is Milwaukee like, that's, locked into the three?
4: They um, might They might, might have a slight chance
0: to move up, but it feels like that's where they're going to land. Yeah.
1: Brooklyn might be without Kyrie too.
4: Yeah, he got hit in the face tonight. Bucks oh, are yeah, a game and a sunny. half
0: back of Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, one in the loss column. I was looking at it.
4: Yeah. Um, he, never returned from the, he never came back in the game, right? The
2: Kyrie mask, game, Kyrie mask might come back. Okay.
4: Yeah, he's going to bring it back. That
1: was um, sick. Anyway, I'll throw this out there, just why not. Yeah. Um, uh and, and get your kids. words no, no i'm just glad
4: bobby said that because i hope these Celtics fans know that like this this team is like legit I and mean, more than legit like the miami Heat is they're for real i mean oh my god this i is I, a ridiculous team i mean yeah the Celtics didn't give up a whole lot of open threes but it almost didn't matter at that point i don't know this is the ball movement
3: the defense the contributions yeah. off the bench i mean the miami they're giving you everything right now and they're that,
4: taking every game like a playoff game right now like, well, like, you gotta respect doing,
2: it They're doing what the Celtics thought they could do by just saying it instead of actually...
4: Well, not just that, Jimmy, right? They Who thought I mean? that they would be at full strength at this point, right? And unfortunately,
1: that's not the case. I feel like Miami's sort of like, okay, we even got if this now. Even when they stride. were at full
2: strength, I how never can you got be the impression as, that they were rounding into
1: form. How, how can you be as bad as Tristan and say something like, we're, we're playing for something bigger? It's going to define the, in the season. <laughs> I, like
2: We listen to that. we what's going to happen. It's like, the LeBron factor. False confidence having played with LeBron. It's like J.R. Smith. Like He has all the confidence in the world, doesn't realize it. LeBron's yeah. been following, following him does around. sound like a LeBron like, line. Like, saving his life everywhere he goes. Yeah, he has no idea. Yeah. Like
4: He just has, like, a bunch of LeBron lines in his head that he just sits on yeah. <laughs> when, when shit goes down. We're playing for something bigger.
2: So, yeah.
0: That'll be the quote of the season when the Celtics make their own montage. They've made so many montages lately. They'll have to throw that one in there with like the curb your enthusiasm theme. <laughs> oh, is
1: that, was that another Tatum IG montage about like facing adversity or something? What was it what, the other probably.
0: day? I don't uh, know. Probably. Yeah. I yeah. It.
2: yeah, yeah. I, um, he did. He did some some Gatorade sponsored team interview. Oh, it okay. Like there wasn't Gatorade sponsored. Oh, I, I, saw I did that blast see out. that. And it, yeah. was about, it was about like, like the silhouette you know, the and the naysayers. Like, yeah.
4: And, uh, shutting down the naysayers. And the other thing. Yeah. It's like they, can't
2: they've got a lot things. of time to put these videos together. It's funny you right. mentioned it too,
4: but I think I watched half of it and I just could start doing something else. Oh my God, it was like else. two minutes. I didn't yeah, I started doing something it. else. I was like, all right. <laughs>
2: enough. So, it's just enough of this stuff. Yeah. Wait, I, a, I never got that all upset.
1: Has a seventh seeded team that right now is a coin flip to lose in the play in ever felt more disrespected? Like you're a freaking exactly. seventeen. You're a 500 team.
2: Spot the lie in anything that's been said. <laughs> I
1: know. Seriously. Spot Seriously. the lie. Like there instead isn't... Of
2: Save all your time and money on these on these <laughs> videos and just spot the lie.
1: I got a production. And that's house why they. Sure. Yeah. You could <laughs> pick any connects, episode.
2: That connects
0: to all the excuses <laughs> they've made. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's it's not us. It's the refs. It's not us. It's the injuries. It's COVID. It's all these. Wait, that's things. why they're they,
4: mad though, guys. Yeah. Right? They're mad because it's true. Well That's rough. Be
2: mad. It be mad rough. all the way all the way to the offseason. Yeah. They weren't tell you what, I don't see them mad at the right things. That's the one thing I'll And say. that's the problem.
1: Like that's the problem. like themselves and each like other. Like themselves. Mm. That
2: that's I mean like, at like the losing end of the, the game. Day, what's that? Like losing a game instead of being mad at like what people are saying about it. How about you just be mad that you lost the game? Well, be just mad at the go way there you played
3: won. when you right. lost the game.
2: How about right. being mad at the way
3: you played? How about figuring out how to defend better? How about keeping a man that's busting your ass out
0: there in front of you for a change? Be mad about that. Yeah. yeah. Especially smart. And you don't want to make it about smart because it's not all his fault. But you would think he would be the one guy to ramp it up inspire others, do something crazy in his own sense to power them back into some of these games or at least set a tone early. And even if you're, if we're going to look at him as the guy who's the centerpiece of the defense, as he has been for so many years, I just don't think he can let it fly that he's been part of such a poor defense this year. Now, there were stretches earlier in the year where they played solid defense under him, but well, I don't think he raised the ceiling of the group all that much.
1: Let me, let me ask Josue and Sherrod, because you were there. I think... Gorman or Scal, uh, I was watching the NBC broadcast for a little bit and then flipped over to TNT. But in the beginning, they were saying uh, Marcus wasn't moving well at all in pregame and um, and then just stopped talking about it. And They didn't elaborate how, and they just said he looked rough. But they didn't talk about it at all. I don't know if anybody saw anything there.
3: I thought early on he, he actually looked pretty good. He made some pretty good hustle plays, I thought, yeah. early on, that unfortunately for the Celtics – that's kind of where the plays ended. It wasn't like it it, it led to other guys making hustle plays and and doing the kind of things that we've seen happen in past years. Fournier was everywhere. Like, he was literally everywhere.
4: But that was like a quarter and a half. That was like the
3: first quarter and a little bit of the second, and then it was done.
4: It's like he took Marcus's role in doing that, and Marcus was doing his thing, you know. But uh, between him and, and, and Kemba, I don't want to say sort of ball-dominant, but it was ending in their hands, you know? They were doing a really good job of of swinging the ball around, but there was most of the time, I mean, they both had a dozen points uh, in that first half, so in the opening stretch, I felt like Smart was just... No, I'm of... just
1: saying physically. I mean, he No, I know, I know what you mean. He like came the test, He came like... out, scored, he, scored, he scored the first five points. He he uh, made a couple, as you said, hustle defensive plays, uh, really good steal in the lane on a recovery. Um, so he did a couple things, but they were just saying he looked really off. I noticed off. that
0: against the Spurs. I noticed... He looked
1: really off, and I don't know if you saw anything, that's all.
0: There was a moment against the Spurs a week and a half ago where he like his legs just gave out under him, and he wasn't moving well that whole game. He wasn't getting on the ball but then like he's picking his spots you know yeah, he's got yeah. some juice but he's not
1: maybe some something's holding him back I, 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 don't I don't
0: think we're gonna find out like in a week that he yeah, has a major injury and he's going down but there's something he's something nagging there that seems to be bothering him probably yeah wouldn't be surprised. um fournier though you mentioned fournier is he how is this going to impact him I, he's Max. going out there he's going out there balling <laughs> He's doing everything That's he needs to do. Laugh, I mean, come 48. on, he's shooting 66 percent the last five six. Yeah, he, lock him in. He's doing anything everything, he wants, beep, anything beep. he wants. You got well. This is my question: Is he going to look at the situation and say, "Wow, this place is F awful. These I got no, <laughs> no. to get out of here." i I think he's looking at
4: the I can sign here. You
0: know, he's going to go wherever the
3: money's at. Yeah. If the Celtics say we'll bring you back for 20, and let's say. The Nuggets or some other team says we'll bring you, we'll sign you for twenty five. Guess what he's gonna do? Bye bye. Well, that's My, an advantage. Michael Porter Jr. is
1: gonna be like, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is an advantage. They can do what they want. There's not a lot of teams that are gonna. It's a Evan Fournier is a luxury item, you know. Like it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, I don't that's know. That's
4: messed up, man. He's like, yo, you're. Fournier is uh, Central AC, guys. You know he's not the main. <laughs> <laughs> right now, <laughs> it's a luxury.
0: Necessity. You know you don't have to get it. You know? <laughs> well, that's no, good. I mean, it felt it, along, like they'd be able to keep him. He's 90, the guy he's
1: you 25. don't necessarily want to throw 20 million at unless you have to. If you're the Celtics, because you can't replace him, you don't want to lose the asset. There's really nothing else coming down the pipeline. So the it's... Celtics, Celtics kind of have to pay him. I was Someone gonna say else... you don't think they have to. I think they do. Well, yeah, they're not they gonna do. get the.
0: They're not gonna get any benefits from the way they play. Like he's not gonna look at the situation and say, oh. I'll take the same money here I could get elsewhere because it's such right. a great situation. It's a terrible situation right now to be in. Yeah.
2: Well, we'll see how many offers he gets. I mean, I think I saw a ranking that a, play, a free agency ranking of players, and he was like twenty-one on the list.
1: Yeah. So I don't. That's know. what I mean. It's like guys, guys like him who command decent money, but aren't you know, it, you know, the top of the market. Um. You know, that's a, it's a lot of money to throw it throw it at that type of player. A
2: lot. It is and, and like it's almost the type of signing that like a bad team would make. That's what I like, mean.
1: It's like I we struck out on every it's a Knicks yeah. signing. You exactly. Give me a, it's like give we got to fill
2: roster space yeah. somehow. Give me a throwback
4: so. uh comp, John. You are good with these. Give me a comp.
1: Uh I can't think of one off the top.
4: This of my is my like head. paying No, so but run, I mean like, me like Evan
1: Turner, well, I, I like
2: wh-
4: think wh- is a great thing.
1: Wh-
2: I feel like the the P- the Pistons did this Evan with a bunch Turner, of players over okay. the years. Like they just they did that with
3: uh Ben Gordon. Yes. Yes, yeah, and then yeah. he he,
4: he was good player. The last two years of that contract, he was done. It was yeah. yeah. Or he He's was ben ben Borda Borda.
2: Borda. They just Charlie had Borda in there. They just yeah. had a lot of a slightly above average guys, or I'm not calling Evan Fournier slightly above average, but you know what I'm saying, like non-star guys. That they yeah, is, like, it's a it's a it's a, a, like
1: right? money it's, a to. it's a Nicholas Batum contract. How about that? Or a, or a Joe Ooh. Kim Noah? That's another one. You know.
0: Well, the well, years will be interesting, know a for sure. Uh,
1: Luol Deng is yeah. another one. You know, That'll like be back. interesting. That's yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. Those type of guys. You
0: exactly, know?
2: that level. That,
0: there'll that's be a, exactly right There'll be a balance here, and I guess the most you could give him is five years since they're the bird team, but they're not going to max him, so probably be four. There's a balance here between them wanting to have all their cap space open one off season and still retain a good team now, because this is why I say pay him whatever, keep him at all costs. Because if they lose him and there's no replacement there, they could get a TP or whatever, but who cares at that point? They're in a really bad spot again. They're replacing him with a rookie. They're undermanned. Any injury is going to kill them again next year. And all of a sudden, whatever you want to add in two, three summers from now, you don't even have a team at that point to appeal to a free agent. So you're walking a line there between, all right, We can retain what we have, but we won't have the flexibility to sign Bradley Beal and whatever as a free agent. Uh, But at the same time, if you lose Fournier now and just collapse as a destination, you're not going to get that anyway. So it's a tough line that they're walking when it comes to that contract negotiation. That's why you hated that they signed an expiring contract, John. But what else was out there?
1: I mean, like I said, Gordon plus one was the was the was the safer play, and uh, also Harrison Barnes, who wasn't gettable. Those were the appealing ones. Uh, whatever it was, they couldn't get those done. So be it. But those guys plus one gave you much more flexibility to play around because you knew you had them coming back, and you could consider trading them. You know, uh, if you wanted to as well. Where Fournier is, you just gotta you gotta back up the Brinks truck there. Or uh, well, you could is, have kept
0: the whole TP. Yeah, which would what, have been risky, but. What More is interesting
1: is um, what Bobby's realization is now. Bobby wants to keep Fournier, however, now Bobby has finally come around. They can't on, give him five years. No, on on who Bobby that you'd no longer think is part of the Celtics' future plans.
0: Is it Thompson? No. <laughs> um, well, if they had a choice, <laughs> that was a really good guess. <laughs> it's not. Uh,
3: it's not Cornette.
1: Smart. Yes, Bobby has turned on Marcus Bartholomew Smart. I don't know if that's his middle name. So you weren't here on
0: Sunday, John. (laughs)
1: Probably not. I just felt the way I was saying it. I was like, is that his middle name? I called for a middle
0: name. I didn't didn't even notice until everyone started laughing. It just (laughs) went right by. Yeah. Bartholomew. (laughs) It's
1: Osman. Bart Smart. One, Marcus Bartholomew Smart. (laughs) That would be pretty good. It's like when your mom's really mad at you. Yeah, exactly. Marcus Bartholomew, you better. (laughs) It It was just dramatic effect
0: <laughs> no oh, they, they're they coming up against a signing of fournier here a signing of smart as well as um you know a, another guy like rob possibly that they might have to extend here sign the next offseason if they want to keep him around eventually you have to pick and choose here and not lose a guy for nothing and this is why at the deadline i said they should think long and hard about finding a enviable uh, return for him there. I didn't love Gordon, but it was a good idea. My idea was John Collins at the time, because you could re-sign him if you traded for him at that time. This summer, you can't do a sign-and-trade with Smart, because you're hard-capped. Even if you bring in a ball, even if you bring in a Collins on a sign-and-trade, you hard-cap yourself when you send out Smart in a sign-and-trade, and And Smart only makes 16, versus those guys making like 24, 26. So you can't do it this offseason. So that makes it harder to move him now. His expiring contract makes it harder to move him now, but at the same time, can you keep Smart? Can you keep Fournier? Can you keep Rob on the same roster coming in the next year as this roster gets more that's and more expensive? It, it's the
1: it, it, if you re-sign everybody, extend Rob, re-sign Smart. It's the most expensive non-contending team in the history of the NBA. You know, and <laughs> right. and that's what's scary is yeah. you talk about Wick is getting squeamish. You know, uh, hanging on to Daniel Tice. You know, and like. You're talking, any about,
0: contract soon.
1: you're talking about <laughs> oh, boom, big bucks, you know, that, for a that, team that you're not certain is, is really getting, is really cracking the top. No, but, so, that so, pregame
4: so, interview, Wick did, man. I swear Wick's going through it, man. I'm wait, telling what, you. <laughs> wait, 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 what happened? Oh yeah. You weren't there for that. He did a Oh, I didn't see that
0: either. You were the only and, one who saw that, Joe Sweat. Yeah.
4: It was, it was the extended pregame live and you know, they're asking everyone Tommy questions. And of course it's Wick. So after the Tommy questions are done, he's like, so how, you know, how you feel about this? Obviously, oh, this is, you know, before Jalen news dropped, but he was like, "How do you feeling about this team?" And you know, you know, it's been a tough season, but you know, but how's thing going? To, how's everything going to finish? Like, how are you feeling about their chances against the Heat? He was like, "Um, you know, we have good players, you know, and I, like just the way he was coming, I got to pull up that link, man. I got to send it to you guys, but I was just like, what the, he's yeah, not we'll believing what he's tomorrow. saying. Like, I don't think
0: he's believing what he's saying.
4: And then he, and then he would go right into like another Tommy story. It's like, like, he didn't want to talk about it at all." <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. The question is: Do you want to sign Smart to another contract after next season?
1: For the right money, of course. For the right money, right? Yeah, that's the whole point. The, is, but also, but also, guys, if the narrative remember. is Smart is like he's a twenty million dollar guy, which I've always thought was ludicrous, I you know, then no. But if Smart, it, to me, Smart is the classic. Mark, go f- You do what you did last time. If you think there's a better deal out there, Marcus, by all means, go get it. Otherwise, if you want to hang out here, I got this much money for you. And if he, if that, and if he comes back for it, great, because he is a valuable player and someone you absolutely have spots for on, on your roster, and he makes you better, you know. Uh, but you don't, you don't back up the Brinks truck for him, you know. No. And yeah. the was- other
2: thing I said was, it's kind of a tough. It's a tough sell, and it's a tough like trade-off to go from smart to Fournier. Like I feel like you definitely lose. I
0: disagree with that. Well, no,
4: we talked about this last episode. Yeah. We gotta wait. The Celtics should wait till, uh, to uh to Neesmith comes through, right? That's I'm, another thing. I'm not. I'm not, he, I'm he not joking. I mean, I'm. I'm serious. He, he could.
0: No, it's a real Yeah,
4: realistically, in a few years, he's supposed to take on that role, right? Can,
0: can Nismet start to do some of the things that Smart does at a much cheaper price? There, I don't if you think just so. end up it trading. He's a better some, shooter. He's a better you shooter, better. So,
1: John. I don't
0: think he's that. It's a better guy.
3: series.
2: not all. He's not all defense. I think that's he's not.
1: I think he lacks the overall instincts and whatever of Marcus. I think <sighs> he's just simply saying, "I gotta be an energizer bunny." Like we did the interview with him, Bobby, and we were talking about it. He, he it's a little bit of reinventing yourself on the fly. I'm gonna run around like freaking crazy to get myself on the floor now because that's what I need to do. But ultimately, my game is a little bit. It's but not. That's it, the- that's my, the game's idea. Not that, my game's not that. not that frenetic. Like I'm kind of a smooth guy, you know. And once the game slows down for me, I'm going to be doing, you know, different sorts of things. I'm, you know, I don't think that's his.
4: He could be a premier player, isn't you're saying?
1: I don't think that's his. I don't think that's his chosen role. It's like, you know, or if, you're, if player, you're in the you if you're in the NHL player? and you got to go fight a couple of guys to get in the lineup, great. But do you want to be a goon the rest of your life? Like, I don't think I don't think not- wants to be that guy who's. Just no, we that, all, that's his mark, you know? We, we
0: all agree that Neesmith He wants to be a star. He's a scorer. Pale, yeah. player. Yeah. It's, I don't It's, think un- that's who he is, it's, it's right? unlikely that Neesmith can ever become all defense, which has been great with Smart. But do we think Smart will become all defense again? That's a question you have to ask. No. Can Neesmith fill that so. off-ball shooting role better than him? I think that's certainly a possibility. And can he make a little plays well, that was, that was a game, no. on the ball? That's that's like we started to see signs of it. <laughs> who's that, Nick? <laughs> that's my boy, yeah.
4: we we'll that him. was that He's was a distraction. Here, like, yeah, I didn't think he'd make it to the no, camera. So, he was
0: so, so he, 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 uh, here's all I'm trying to describe. You draft a player like Neesmith to eventually replace a veteran on the team to work up to a starting role to work up to a significant role on the team. At some point, you have to kind of make a choice there, like who's going to be the one that you cash in on that maybe you get a pick for him maybe you get a young player that you want to build up in return for smart like i don't know if they're going to get a better player than smart but at some point if you want to keep the costs under control on this roster you have to pick and choose between some of the guys that are going to get a little more expensive into the future the only reason i look at smart is because this year we saw his returns diminish just a little bit and you don't want that to keep happening and keep happening the year after that and then all of a sudden. There's nothing you can do with them. And he's on a like a medium sized contract, but giving you low contract production. I'm just, I'm just working out ways that you can balance it. Is is it fair to
4: gauge this season though? Like I, I don't I mean, I, I know we've been saying that all season long for every single NBA team, but Marcus missed a lot of games, right, Bobby? I mean when that's he came true. back when he came back, it, it seemed like he seemed relentless and it seemed well, like the, he didn't miss a step. But now i starting to see it, now we're starting to see a little bit. Maybe maybe he's starting to feel it now, you know?
3: That's what makes it complicated. For Danny to know exactly what to do, because if Marcus played a full season and played the way he has, then the decision is confident. pretty easy, right? right. But and, and if he missed a ton of games and, and played very very little, again, I think the decision becomes easy. But, but the but fact can he's they, can in they between, bring right? Can they he's bring? In between.
0: Can they bring everybody back next year? No, is that an option? So like, it, it's I, an option, yeah. but it's it's a bad one. Yeah, so I don't want to lose Fournier. I, if they lose Fournier, I'm gonna be very upset because I think he's a perfect <laughs> fit with the team. Oh shoot!
4: Sorry, Mad Bobby. Mad Bobby to come out.
3: He's a
1: better I'm shooter. Going than... to be, you don't want to see me when I'm angry. Bobby, wanna... my curse. Yo. No, but out. Bobby's not. Bobby's. He... You're gonna make Bobby sad. Okay. And he's a better
0: shooter. He's a better. He's a Especially better shooter. Than... He's a better shooter than Smart. He's a better scorer than Smart. I think he glues together some of these pieces at least as well. Another eight-assist game tonight. and He just flows within the offense well, and you never look at him and say, wow, Fournier's taking crazy shots. He's doing stuff you shouldn't, you don't want him right. to do. You know, the, you never
2: that. The, the,
3: the issue that you're going to have, Bobby, though, is, is still it, it ignores bringing him back doesn't address what is one of the biggest problems with this team, is that's their defense. Fournier is not going to – his
0: offense will help you offensively he's, and maybe get better. He's playing good defense so far. He's, when he jumps
3: the lane, he gambles a lot. But I'm with you, Bobby. He get, lately,
0: yeah, I mean, he'll,
3: he'll, when
4: he gets a hand on it, it's great. But we've seen when he doesn't always get a hand on yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah.
3: And and even even when he had a, I thought a really good game to, tonight defensively. Miami still shot damn near sixty <laughs> percent. So I mean, they they need so many other pieces to fall into place. In addition to having guys like Fournier who can facilitate and get a shot and, and make things happen, they That's, need a defensive lobotomy. <laughs> because right now this is, Damn.
4: this
3: is garbage what they're doing Chirag, but how did
4: they get here charade rob williams marcus smart you know like they had the
0: defensive anchors and yeah, but those pieces. guys have
3: been in and out of the lineup and when you but after those guys are mentioned who's next
0: you know what's tough about the fournier thing. <laughs> if 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 they choose smart and the others over fournier you're looking at a TPE. You're going to be mad. Big you, mad. Well, Yes, I'm going to be mad first and foremost. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> second, you're looking at like a TPE situation. You're probably going to get a 20 million TP, and we're doing that whole thing all summer again. Yep. <laughs> then, get ready, guys. TPE or season. you're looking at like a couple second-round picks, so like a heavily protected first-round pick, and we're just like – Oh, they traded Hayward for a heavily protected first rounder. And it's just that diminishment of assets. You don't want Fournier to be a rental and it was the risk in adding him. But I think that's why it makes it all the more important that you invest in him. And that know, makes a hard that, decision on smart.
1: Yeah. I mean, what it's, it, it, as we said, if Fournier is like, nah, I'm all set. Then, then, then that, <laughs> that, that changes. Well, that's here. the other
0: thing he, yeah. he has and a it say in you it. Two second round <laughs> picks.
1: Yeah. yeah. That changes things. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna get moving here. I want to. Uh, we we've opened our locker room, so Sharad and I are gonna head out, uh, and these guys will wrap it up. Bobby, you want to do your little switcheroo thing? No, here, buddy? I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> you're in. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> Did are you do it on I, Sunday? I one of was... the things I wanted to talk about, and I can take this to locker room, but I'll let you guys know. Um, we had I had thrown something out there on uh, Twitter, just a hypothetical, and I threw it out here as my little hot take nugget of the of the night. Oh, I saw um, that who Who is the team at this point in time? Who are they missing more? Are they missing Jalen brown or or Rob williams more okay the latter, the latter. and I, my take is Rob Williams only because <laughs> They're that deficient there. Not there's no question Jalen's the better player by miles. But Rob, right now, in terms of what they're missing in a lot of different ways, especially after seeing Tristan and nothing behind him, is actually killing this team right now. I'd feel a lot better if you were in there with with their chances of both a play and win and possibly putting up some bit of a fight. I, I think it's I think it's murdering them. That's my take. You guys might hate it. That's fine. We can talk about it on Locker Room. Uh, head over there, download it. We've got Android working now. We've got plenty of people with Androids who have joined us there, right. um, so so do it. Um, and uh, we're gonna head over now, uh, talk about Brad, what you guys think. Uh, Bobby thinks Brad's gonna take a year off to play uh, ball with his kids. Um, he, can expl- <laughs> he, can expl- he can explain that after we yeah, leave. he can explain that one. <laughs> uh Brad's so, going on sabbatical we're not, we're not we'll, kidding keep, either. we'll keep that one in the group chat <laughs> that's the funny part just
0: wait where were you on that man listen he the was lucky chat, to be ignoring it the group chat's not right to air that's just a testing ground no <laughs> ideas
4: no that's you'll what, be shocked that's by 50 how, 50 how many of them still John's. reach this show even yeah, though from, we
0: shoot most of them down
4: John uses his own discretion on that one.
1: Oh yeah <laughs> I, I use those yeah Jim, Jimmy does um but anyway, uh, so we're gonna head over. You guys wrap it up. Come join us, guys. Locker room. It's gonna be fun. We want to hear from you. Uh, room is filling up already, guys. Give it a give it a few minutes, and then come on over, and uh, and we'll all hang out there. So uh, I'm taking off. Uh, all right, see fellas. Out. Right. I'll,
2: I'll
4: see you guys soon when I'm in this Uber ride too. home. Shit, yeah, what time is it?
0: All right, so I it's guess we late. have to talk about his his Rob Jalen thing. <laughs> Yo, I'm with him. It's you a, a, you don't right. have to talk about it. You it's know. a good hug. <laughs> Do
1: your own thing. Do your own he's thing. Back. I good, just threw it out there. It's a good hug. We'll team. talk we need about need it. Talk him. Go, ahead, no, we'll go rip,
2: ahead. We'll rip on you for a minute. Just don't come back. Just stay off the show. You're <laughs> you off. You never <laughs> know,
1: right? I could pop in any time. I'm right here. It's You're pulling a nick. Away. This is what Nick did on Sunday. He <laughs> yeah, kept coming back. If I don't like something, I'll jump back in. All right. I mean it. But It's all right. I mean it.
0: No, I get I get what he's saying, Joe Sway. I just... Jalen's your second best player. He's 20, 30 points every single night. He's a secondary attacker there. He's, again, I said it, he was the MVP of this team this year. And there were times he lapsed defensively. I don't think he was going to fix the defense tonight, but he was going to give you another 25, 20 points. So you would have been right there, at least able to hang shot for shot offensively with Miami tonight.
2: It's tough. I mean, obviously, I understand what John's. I know what John's saying too. I mean, it's it's obvious that like, yeah, Tristan Thompson's not cutting it, and they just don't have the depth at that position. They haven't had the depth. It feels haven't had that depth in like ten years. It feels like we're always talking about a lack of depth at the center position. So I understand what he's saying, but it's hard to make the case that Rob would have the same so Here's, here's the question. Brown, at least gets good Jalen Brown. The problem is we get some days Jalen Brown is, you know, Bobby's MVP. And other days he's, you know, standing on the sidelines. All right. Wondering but what, why if he's it's, not
4: being what if it's involved. March March Rob Williams, right? Yeah. March Rob Williams was a savage. I know. <laughs> Who was this? 10 and 10, three blocks a
0: he
2: night. He ran this show for the like does, entire
4: month he did that. You know, well, Rob... he missed a few games. But for the most part of March, he did that
0: does Rob significantly raise the defensive ceiling of the team is the question you got to ask there for, for stretches he did again. That's why why I'm talking about March Rob, because I think if you're
4: talking about March Rob, you got a legitimate argument there, you know, they but were playing great defense then. Obviously, you still lose a lot of scoring power. But, I, I mean, I just think his energy is somewhat contagious when he, when he's healthy, right? Like, we we knew he wasn't healthy. Like, before they actually started taking him out of game because you could just see it. Like, the energy wasn't the same. But when he was himself, I, I honestly, on both ends of the floor, I think it resonates with his teammates. And I think, you know, in this situation, maybe you win a few more playoff games. I'm not quite sure it's going to put you in a space to win a whole playoff series. Whereas Jalen Brown probably going to help you win a playoff series but it's, you 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 change the way you play in the sense though right what do you, you, guys need
0: think? you need both you really, do need both really cuz realistically cause you need
4: both yeah to get to get to the Eastern Conference finals you need both
0: Jalen's a ceiling raiser rob's doing little things that you need and the little things always matter again we've talked about how the celtics have almost ignored little things when it comes to how they're putting this roster together where's your passing specialist where's your defender off the bench where's your veteran off the bench the veteran presence rob fortunately for them filled the passing help that they needed uh, was a vertical spacer so he helped make other guys better From what John's saying, did anyone make their teammates better this year than Rob did? Like every, he always helped guys when he was on the court. That almost was his intention when he came out. His
4: offense was so underrated because it's not about him putting the ball through the hoop. It's just whether it was the passing or or whether just his mere presence of getting having someone to lob the ball, you know, into the paint and create. Because he he would, uh, you know, double teams come around him or or just he has the skill set to to pass that ball out and. He's a pretty. He's a good passer for a big man. He certainly improved that part of his game, and you saw how much it impacted the the offense overall. He great. can
0: come back, still too. Like it's Tarifto. Like give him that week. He'll probably feel a little bit better. I don't think he'll be a hundred percent, but he could be ready for that playing game. And it's just yeah. how much how much of an impact does that make upon return?
4: Yeah, I think it's like, it, I think it like would what make Brad it he's a Brad said, he's game time decisions every single game at this point.
2: Yeah, I think it would make a huge impact. I mean, he was a great. I think he was great. Best passing big. I mean, he opens things up. He runs the he runs the floor. He gets guys going. Like they they can sort of work the ball through him on on the offensive side. There he's got has a, like really good connection. He had a really good connection with Tatum going for a while, right. and he just kind of like makes them younger out there. And like obviously we know what he can do athletically more than anybody else on the team and probably half the most of the league. The way he can get up and you know block yeah. shots and rip you down, you don't even boards. talk about
4: that enough. The log, like the the constant threat of an alley oop, can really rattle a defense. We saw that, especially those uh you know,
0: five hundred teams like the Celtics. That poster, <laughs> they remember the poster they put out there, Joe Sway, advertising the show with Max. Now look, look what they're doing with your name.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, the the, the chat.
0: John, the chat.
4: Jimmy, uh, Bobby, Boo, and Juice. I, juice, man. i didn't see it on the screen but i saw it in the chat and i honestly i didn't even notice he was misspelled
0: <laughs> juice
4: <laughs> Yo, that's a rod one i i honestly bobby when you sent the text i was just like what's wrong with that i thought you talked talking about the pick. i'm like what's wrong with the pick? and then i was like oh wow and that was I my name wrong oh no you said that yeah, yeah. I was
2: like, can't like, can't they did joe
4: sway like
2: they that, did man. him dirty
4: yeah. or something like that and i was either, like what <laughs> do you mean either
0: juice or house
4: but but you were the second comment and if you didn't say that i wouldn't have double checked the way i did that's when i caught it i was like what the hell yeah yeah, yeah, we're great with the posters,
2: <laughs> Bobby. You keep saying that Jalen's your Jaylen's your MVP, your MVP, and you're like adamant about it. I just find it so difficult. It's so hard for me to even name an MVP.
0: No, yeah, you team. just you just kind of have to do it, you know. I just I, like, I guess I
2: don't even want to give it to him. <laughs> I don't even know who. i give it so, There's, such, a, what, there's if... such
0: an AAU team, man. Bro. I'll tell there's you like, what.
2: I'm like clo- I'm together. like somewhat close to giving it to Kemba Walker. Just by the just.
4: Look at Bobby's face. You can't do that. I
2: can't. No, I can't because he did struggle for a stretch, and obviously he missed time. But the way he's sort of come on in the second half of the season, he's, to me, been, like, their most consistent guy. And he's been the guy that I think has, like, stepped up. Yeah, but availability matters a lot for MVP. Yeah, I know, but. Sometimes these guys are available physically, but they're not so much available. All right. so mentally.
0: let's be let's be real with what Jalen did this year. He wasn't in a frontline position, so a lot of times he wasn't even dictating the outcomes of these games. But he came into this year massively better than he was last year. Carried the team through the early. Missing time there, he raised his game as a passer. And frankly, at times that he struggled, he just seemed to be banged up. I think that he just kind of wore no, it down. No, I think you've
2: got to give it to him. It's just hard for me, too, because the same player you're giving the MVP to is the same player that people are criticizing left and right along with Tatum because of the way that they've, you know, sort of led the team or not led the team this year for whatever reasons you want to give. Obviously, they've improved. and I, I mean, I'm not saying that Kemba Walker is more valuable than Jalen Brown is, but it's just hard for me to just be like, oh, yeah, he's the MVP. But it's more of an indictment on the team that, that you know, this is what we're. This is how we're, you know, wrestling with that award because it's just hard to feel like there even is one. I guess the way it's yeah. gone this year, the way it's yeah, been it's like now. this
4: team doesn't deserve an MVP.
2: Right. Like, there's not really been a valuable. <laughs> no. A valuable <laughs> I guess sometimes. What
4: were we, we talking about the other day? Like, which one of these players make their team better or make the right. teammates better? Like, that right. shouldn't be a question. Like, it should be at least two names that automatically come to mind. We don't have that. Like, it just hasn't been that. Hasn't been the case. Right. Rob is probably... Is, yeah, we discovered that. Probably Rob is the, that guy who's made everyone better or people better.
0: I got one more question before we get out of here and this goes back to something else we talked about on the show tonight. Neesmith getting zero shots as he continues to develop, as he shows signs. Uh, we had... Uh, our A Sherrod had um, had uh, his coach uh, Stackhouse stack on the podcast who said that he sees all-star potential for Nismet. So the leaders of this team are going to have to, you know, cradle that potential, bring it to reality, allow him to be his best self. And time and time out this year, we don't see them connecting with him. We don't see them empowering him to have better games. We see him kind of floating. And he's done a better job inserting himself and making himself present in these games. But for a guy like him, a catch-and-shoot player... The leaders of the team have to find him. And for 14 minutes tonight, he didn't even get a shot. Edwards, same thing. Brad inserts him in there two games in a row with an idea of what they want him to do, what they want him to accomplish, and they don't get him the ball at all. Why is there that divide between the veterans and the young guys on this team? Is it a trust factor? Is it the young guys not being in the right place? Is it them thinking that they need to save the team when they're down by double digits? I I don't get it.
4: I think, honestly, it's a case-by-case basis. I mean, I, I think um, not just because he's a rookie, but going up against a team like the Miami Heat, a team that, you know, knocked you out of the playoffs, and, you know, the, the one that stood, that stood in your way from getting to the NBA Finals. I mean, it's guys like Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, I mean, they're just going to step up and naturally off of that alone, off of Jalen Brown just finding out that he's going to be out for the entire year. And uh, I just think national televised game, everyone was just sort of in it. I mean, Fournier, Fournier is another veteran, you know, he hasn't played on national TV that many times throughout his career. I mean, uh, not to say that it's about exposure or anything like that, but I just think naturally veterans are just – they have that knack to just take matters into their own hands, and I think we saw a little bit of that in a really, really good way in that first half. But, you know, Miami Heat woke up, and then in that situation, especially in that third quarter when they really started getting going from deep, um, yeah, I thought have could have – helped you know a little bit here and there but again it's a tough spot to be in as is a it isn't and, this and right here about it. we've talked about it we've seen like deliberately we've seen jason tatum just look at him and say nope i'll do it myself while he's being double teamed i mean that's just sort of the rookie treatment and, and especially with someone like that who's just now starting to crack this rotation and i don't know if that's necessarily by design or if that's just by necessity at this point
0: think of this comment here how true is this Bowley won't even shoot some games to get those guys going
4: can you ever imagine Tatum and Brown doing that? It's wild, man. Like, no, like it's, it's honestly, like, game. again, watching this team, I'm like, look out. Like, don't sleep on this Miami Heat team, you know? Last year wasn't just a Cinderella season for these guys. I, I do think they're a legitimate threat in the playoffs. Like, yeah. these are the weapons. This is the ideal sort of second unit you want to have. It's not just about scoring, but it's about guys who instill confidence in each other and go out there, and they don't care who's on the other end. They're going to give you all they got. Like, we just never see that on a consistent level from this team.
2: Well, that, that's a great comment by C. Smith because yeah, it is. You, you, you have. If they're not scoring, if Tatum and Brown aren't scoring this season, I'm talking about they haven't really been able to give you much else in any other facet of the game. The defense has slipped this year. Um, you know, I, I would say you know, pass. It, you know, I guess passing's been okay, but for the most part, no. Like it's it's if Tatum's not giving you 35, then you're losing that game. You know, because there's not enough that they're able to do on the other side of the ball. Like Butler, like you said, he doesn't even have to shoot, and he can affect the game in so many different ways based on the way he plays defense, his attitude, his intensity, getting other guys involved. And, yes, that that's true that he might have better teammates to get involved than maybe, um, you know, Brown and Tatum do this year. But that, might, that wasn't always the case. You I mean, Duncan Robinson wasn't always the player that he was, and Tyler Hero yeah. was a rookie last year. And there are other players in the team that he's gotten he's gotten involved. So – I do think that that's something that they that Tatum and Brown need to focus on is what can they do, not just to better their own selves individually, but to better the guys that are out there playing with them. And that's how you're gonna start translating to wins.
4: Off season workouts, you know, getting to the point where you're annoying. Like we we talked about this a couple of days ago and I laughed it off. I'm like, you honestly realistically think that either one of those guys have that in them? I don't. I'll be honest. Yeah. You think Tatum's going to call up half the team during the off and say, "Let's go," well, what, from the from the golf course? Like, look, I'm not saying that he doesn't have it in him, but right now I haven't seen it. So why why do I think he's just going to wake up one day and say, "Oh, you know what? I'm just going to be over the top leader." You know, <laughs> I'm just going to be an over the top leader who's almost obnoxious because I, this is who I want to be. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. I don't think it works like that. I think it's much more gradual.
0: I think that's so important this off season. It's we so think important. about what everyone needs to do. That ultimately is very high on the list, because uh, that's what's confusing about this team this year, isn't it? We came in and said, all right, not a great roster, but at the very least we've seen Brad do this before with young talent. We've seen Brad do this with teams that don't have the best rosters in the world. He'll build guys up. Neseth will have a nice year. Pritchard, right from the start, did well, but you didn't see Grant progress. You didn't see a bunch of the young guys progress, really. And how much of that was Brad? How much of that was the guys that were leading this team on the court? I think it probably had more to do with Tatum Brown. Like when you look at their culpability for what happened with this team, that's the biggest thing they did wrong. They looked at it as we need to save this team night in and night out rather than rely and empower other guys. Look, look, you would have, you would have been fine with this team losing some games if you saw some progress through it all. Like if, if, Grant had some good games, if Neesmith was making progress, if the young guys were getting involved and they were just losing competitive games, you feel fine about the process, process over results. But they've been losing games and they haven't been building anything, which is what's frustrating.
4: Especially Grant, man. You heard me from the very first like month of the season, like Uh, what happened? He, he took a step back. Oh, did we? Oh
0: man. Did and back to the- what Sherrod Frank. said. You guys went the whole night without it? Oh, <laughs> Sherrod says, bring in some veterans. Replace the guys off the bench with veterans. They're probably not going to do that. They're going to say, these young guys are cheap. We're going to keep developing them. Well, you actually have to develop them. You can't do it through Maine. You can't use that excuse because they're ready to play in the NBA. They just need to have their NBA level raised. And that comes down to the leaders on the team. And this, this is kind of what Kyrie did. It kind of is. What do you mean? Kyrie looked at it and said, I got to save this myself in 2019. You know, they never built uh, that yeah. connection with Brown and Tatum to allow them to help and empower yeah. them to contribute to that series that they ultimately lost. And they yeah. can't make the same mistake. No. All right, let's get out of here. All right, we're on <laughs> the locker room. We are back tomorrow night.
4: For oh, Celtics my
2: God. basketball.
4: Back to back. Where's my Uber at? Two
2: more back to back. Will, we, will we have the any ends. more shows after a win this season? That's what I honestly wonder.
0: So, for the I'm people that want to sleep
4: tomorrow night during the locker room,
0: if the people who wanted a tank want to see that happen naturally, is the key. That The Cavs have lost more than 10 straight at this point 11, I think. So, if you get through that one with a loss, you're probably going to lose to Minnesota and New York to cap out the weekend as well. So, that would be a Straight natural tank into that plane.
4: <laughs> straight natural Ta-
0: tank. Tank is paradise. <laughs> An organic tank, yep. <laughs> I can't believe they cannot lose to the calves. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> we wouldn't be stunned. Yeah, Anything is honestly,
4: possible. Weird things happen over there. Seriously.
0: <laughs> All right, Carson on the Edwards, Cleveland.
4: Gordon Hayward. Just a weird place, man.
0: See you. We'll see you on Locker Room. Bye, guys.
4: See you guys.